This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. When you look at your vehicle, think of MPB. Need to get rid of your ride? Donate it by calling 877-MPB-4-CAR. Need to have some work done on your truck? Listen to AutoCorrect Thursdays at 10, Saturdays at 11. An MPB license plate reminds you that MPB is with you wherever you go. Go to your county office and ask for an MPB car tag. MPB and cars, better together. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is usually Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Liz Gill. Ooh, but today we have got Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs as our expert. He's a mechanic, but he also does custom interiors for vehicles, boats, aircraft, oh my gosh, and uh, motorcycles. Q, I am so excited that you are able to join us today. Oh, yeah, me too. Glad to be here. Q has been on the show quite a few times. He was a good co-worker at Automotive Group with our previous host, Allison Walker. So we've uh, we've loved having Q as a friend of the show and so glad that he was able to come in today. So I can learn all about uh, what he's been up to. So I saw you yesterday. You were, yes. like, working on a bucket seat or something what were you working on <laughs> well at the time i was working on yes it was a bucket seat you know just uh something with triple stitching and it yes it was basic but you know what i really worked on it was that that nice 75 drop top oh grease, yes. oh okay <laughs> so when you when you uh, drop top i'm sure that means a convertible <laughs> yes so yes. D- in I'm surprised. I'd seen an article recently that there just aren't that many convertibles out now, and I guess a lot of them now have that hard talk mechanism mm-hmm. that goes into the 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 trunk. But yes. I guess you know, back in the day, the the fold down um, convertibles they probably oh, yeah. need a lot of repair. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's still a few fold down, like you know, mostly with the Mustangs, but. The older ones, they were all mostly all fold down, and they are very expensive to repair, though, but they're, they're nice. Well, you know, that's we're at a point in the pandemic and the supply chains where if you want a new vehicle, good for you. You may not be able to, <laughs> to get one. Have you noticed a lot of people oh, yeah. spending the money getting their current vehicles spruced up? Oh, yeah, big time. A lot of people now are just going back and um, instead of buying new ones, they're just going and doing custom things to their, their current vehicle. I have a lot of clients like that. And then now they're taking the time to do a lot of more custom things instead of, you know, getting back into the new car world, which is, like you said, <laughs> it's, uh, the demand is very limited now. Yeah, we've heard, we had a guy from the Edmonds uh, vehicle website, and, you know, he thought 23 was, you know, it, the, the calendar year 23 was maybe when we could start seeing more vehicles. But, you know, right mm. now... It, oh, the, yeah. It's there's still few and far between. Oh. I guess I'm on an an owners forum and hmm. uh, on Facebook, and they were talking about if you want to order a 23, 
you know, they won't be able to get them in for about five months, and there's about 10 months worth wow. of wait list. Wow. And, but I have, I have heard that from a few of my clients. They, they do want uh, some of the newer vehicles, but it's been a wait list. So they've been putting actually new motors in their current vehicles. So they like, well, now it's kind of like a new car. <laughs> well, the back to the interiors, uh, which uh, Q can talk to mechanical questions and interior questions. You know, I saw someone had on on your Facebook page for on Q Customs. You know, you had done like a a, a pink ribbon for a, a breast cancer survivor. What kind oh, yeah. of uh, customs do you have? D- things like that, or are they mostly just? I want a red dashboard, and, you know, you do it kind of that way. Most of the time, people that come to me, they want something they can't get anywhere else, especially in Mississippi, and that's like that one that you've seen. That was like a three-dimensional scenario, and uh, I haven't seen anybody here definitely that can mimic that. So most of the time, I get people that want something that nobody else can do. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. So can you, without revealing names or giving away <laughs> confidences, tell me about some of the special custom work that you've done. Um, well, I've done, like, well, big time is the three-dimensional things in the seed when it comes to actually putting lighting in the seed or putting names. I did, I did a custom car console with music notes and things like that um that stuck out and it's it's you know that's about that and oh yeah custom um consoles that would pop out the seed things like that that was you know things that you never think about or have never seen i love to come up with concepts like that i always think it's funny when people have their car or their truck and they've got the two names on the back window and you just hope they don't break up <laughs> <laughs> now that's what a lot of times people try to stay away from the the, uh, the names in the seats they always be like i don't know because it might not last <laughs> yeah well, then if you decide to sell it you know who who wants a car with jay white's name right right <laughs> in now, the headrest <laughs> that is, that is, that's true although i don't know i bet there are a few jay whites in the world maybe you could uh, you well, could yeah. sell it to another jay white <laughs> The world. <laughs> Most of the time, they try to stick with like the Chevy sign or the Ford right. or something like that. They right. know they can get off, yeah, they can get rid of it like that. But the old school cars, most of the time, people will not sell them anywhere. Anyway, you know. Oh sure. Mm, yeah, the the price of them are really going out the roof. Like the, like I said, the '75 Caprice right now, man, it's like thirty-five thousand for that. That's crazy. So you never would have thought they would get that high. <laughs> A different kind of used car market. Uh, yes, it is. It is. So, you know, that's what well, I'm into the old schools, though. I think I said that before we talked. I'm more into the older cars than the new ones. Yeah. They got more. <laughs> they're more rugged. <laughs> We're talking about custom interiors. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org, where you can send us your questions. My guest today is Quentin Moore from On Q Customs. He's a mechanic, so we can still take those oil change, tire <laughs> rotation, how do I get better gas mileage, uh, air conditioning problems, but he also does quite a lot of custom interiors for, for vehicles, and interiors includes light. That's something now with the LED lights. Tell me, tell me what all you've worked on with that. Uh, right now, what's really becoming popular is like the 
um, the Bentley roof is like the moon roof with the star roof, oh, what I call it. My yeah. Gosh, I've seen oh, that. yes. That's what's becoming really popular right now. Now, yeah, I de definitely do a few of those, but I try to add a little bit of twist on it with like uh, different three dimensional scenarios with it, and they'll light up, change different colors. I'm enjoying that right now. So, yeah, and the console's putting that same concept in it. I have a little trick too. I can't reveal that one right now. I'll let you see it later. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That is, uh, that is, so much that you can do to make your car your own. And for people who are in their cars so much, you know, Mississippi is such a transportation needed state that if you have to drive, you know, 30, 40 miles to get from home to work, having a nice interior makes oh, yeah. you appreciate the drive oh, yes. so much more. Oh, yes, it does. A lot of people forget about that. You know, they they look at the outside of the car so much, they forget that, oh, man, I spend most of the time on the inside. I need to repair this or do that so you can enjoy it more. Well, you know, people look at the outside and forget that. So and I try to encourage people, hey, man, you want to take care of yourself a little bit. You know, you're driving in it all the time. You want to be comfortable. So we want to, you don't want to look at the dash with all those cracks in it or get cut by the seat that's poking out <laughs> metal. So, you know, come and see me. Well, that's, you know, you talk about the, the cuts in the dash. I'm going to go ahead and date myself. My husband's family, when he was growing up, had a, a Pinto that, survived the summer of 1980 which had the record number of uh, 100 degree heat and that dashboard got split so you know we've been so hot now are there things people can do proactively to keep their dashboard from getting a lot of sun damage oh yes it's the, you know the number one well if you don't have a garage of course but when you're out in public or if you have to park outside you have to put in you know the, the uh, windshield visor that is like the number one thing because the the material they use at the factory is mostly the cheapest thing going. It's like a molded scenario, so it will crack every time. When I redo one, I use a different type of material, so you really won't have that, you know, like that, the drawing up and the cracking like that as, as much as you would in a factory car. But in a factory car, you just, you have to keep it out of the sun. It's going to crack every time, so... If you've got a question, send us your emails, auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about custom interiors and taking your repair questions. Is your car under recall? Uh, you can find out next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. We are the Iuka Drive-In Theater. We're the last operating drive-in in the state of Mississippi. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Freak me out that you could come and drive your car and park and watch the movie outside. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app, Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. You're listening to Autocorrect with Coach Charlie Melton. Usually, I'm Liz Gill. Our guest expert today is Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs and Automotive Group. Now, if you want even more Autocorrect, find our podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio. Thursdays at 10 a.m. We've got a replay Saturdays at 11. Now, some a recent recall is more than 75,000, 22, and 23. They're already recalling the 23s, Q. Toyota Tundra pickup trucks are under recall for the upper car seat anchors that may not have been installed sufficiently. As a result, the anchors may not meet the maximum strength required to keep the car seats in place in the event of a sudden stop, crash, or increasing the risk of injury. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, NHTSA, and inputting your VIN, or you can find their safer car app. See, I guess I'm old school. My babies are all in their 20s. We didn't have these anchors that are in the cars now. That they, I guess that's how they don't attach with seat belts anymore. I don't know. Are you familiar with car seat installation for babies? Yes, they have like a it's like a metal anchor they have, you know, it, but you can still use a seat belt, but they do have this anchor now that, you know, and since I haven't had a child in a while, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't use those at all. I don't know much about them like that. I just know you can just hook them up right to the car seat and they're supposed to be sturdy enough to hold the car, you know, the the child if you got in an accident but it's just another added deal right now i think well that you know that's good because i can remember uh, you know with when my my 20 something kids were little it was hard you had to like push down on the seat so you could get the seat belt tight enough uh to uh otherwise the seat you know the, 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 the car seat <laughs> could just kind of bounce around oh yeah we're talking today about custom interiors for your car, truck, your motorcycle, your boat, your airplane. Uh, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We've got our good friend to the show, uh, Quentin Moore, here to talk about uh, interiors, but also take your repair questions Let's go to Scott in Jackson. Scott, do you have a, a comment or a question for Q, or are you just excited to get a sunscreen for your dashboard? Uh, both. Thank <laughs> 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 uh, you. I have a question. Oh, yeah. I have a 2018 Genesis G80. I'm ready at 60,000 miles, and the main petrol cost for our transmission service, I guess, flood or exchange. Well, the dealership is about two months booked up, so I caught uh, another transmission shop here in Jackson. He said, well, is it giving you problems? I said, no. 
So leave it alone. But it's sixty thousand miles. That's sixty thousand. Yes. Yeah, it's that a lot of people have it's a discrepancy with that slightly. Um, I have to look at the the manual on that and then tell you when it can be serviced. But some of the newer ones now, they uh, don't require servicing. But if it becomes so much over mileage, they don't want to service them because they could possibly uh, go out, you know. So at 60, though, you're doing pretty good. That that one, you know, they should go ahead and service that and keep it up because if you don't, then yeah, you, you run the risk of um, of they won't service it at all when it gets to a certain mileage. So I don't know why he told you that. But like I said, hey, thank some, you, thank you. No problem. Oh, Scott, we're so glad that you called in. Let's go to Jerry in Liberty. Jerry, we're glad you've called in to AutoCorrect. We got our good friend uh, Q on the show today. What's your comment or question? Uh, yeah, this is Terry uh, with a TN. Thank you very much. Uh, I have a 1984 Chevrolet Silverado. Mm-hmm. that I'm half forever, and I want to keep it forever. Oh, yeah. But my dash is actually um, uh, uh, broken and cracked and everything else. And what I would like to do is get uh, the dash uh, repaired or replaced. So I don't know which is actually easier, to either uh, just replace it with a whole nother piece. And then my next question is, before I do that, should I make sure that all of the the little lights and everything that lights up the, the dials is actually the bulb replaced before I uh, get the dash back in. Oh, okay. Um, the 84, let me think of that one. Um, that one, you didn't have the speakers in the front of that? Uh, it had one speaker in the center, one okay. speaker in the front. Okay, that was more, more like the C10 model. Um, that one, they do sell a, a whole dash cover piece for that. The only problem is they, they're limited in colors. Now, if your your cab or the most of the interior pieces are black, then you're good to go. But if not, it's going to be a little mix match. And a lot of times, I redo those completely. And I, like I said before, I do a different type of material so it, you won't run through that in, down the line. So you, you can, you know, but the lights themselves, you said you, you have the light, you worried about the lights or buttons to be working properly? Uh, yeah, because right now, not all of the the lights, I may have my, my speedometer light working, but maybe the uh, the gas, uh, the fuel, or the temperature, one of those bulbs may or may not actually be working. So I'm, I'm wondering if that dash is off, it seems like that would be an opportune time to go ahead and replace all of the the bulbs first before putting the dash back on, right? Oh, yes, you can, but if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure that um, instrument cluster can come out without taking the dash completely out. And they can't, they, now they have LED bulbs you can replace those bulbs with, so you won't have to go through that every, you know, year or so. They'll last a lot longer, but I, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure you can change those lights out without having to ch- take out the whole dash itself. But yeah, that would be an opportune time if you did change the whole dash out. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, uh, now, do you do this uh, kind of work, and can you tell me where you're located and what price range am I looking at? Um, yes, I do do that type of work. Uh, I really would have to look at the condition of the dash because the price vary between depending on how many cracks are in the dash because 
I take it off completely and I recondition it with a, what's called a closed foam and then I cover it with a, a upgraded um, vinyl or leather. So that, you know, it's kind of hard to tell you a price without looking at it. But I am, um, I'm off, I'm 789 Harris Street, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, 39202. And if you can come by there, I can take a look at it and give you a quote. Um, you know, it could range, I can give you a range now. The range could be anywhere from 500 to 1500, depending on what you're trying to do and what type of material you use. Terry, we'll have Q's information on the show page for uh, this podcast once we get it up this afternoon. Uh, you know, thanks for calling in. Yeah, I was wondering when you redo a dash, if you were able to just leave it in and you had to crawl in and, <laughs> and cover it up or how easy it is to pull out a dash. It, it all depends on the vehicle. Um, some vehicles are a lot easier to take out. Uh, some are really hard. It could take a long period of time. So some of the, a lot of the labor can go into just taking a dash out. See, I'm, I'm kind of terrified. I've got this, this Dodge Grand Caravan, mm -hmm. and I think they told me that the, uh, the passenger cabin air filter, you have to pull the dash out to change. I haven't investigated it, but if that's the case, you know, that's ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. I would I'd seriously doubt that. That wouldn't make sense at all. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, I won't, I won't tell you then that anyway, let, let's drop that. Let's drop that incriminating uh, topic for, for Liz. Let's take this email. We got real quick. Uh, Q Travis emailed us to our email address, auto at mpbonline.org. Hi, I took a truck to a muffler shop because the tailpipe was hanging low they tack welded a bracket between the muffler and the frame. In the process of welding, they put a burn through hole in the frame about two millimeters in diameter. Is this something that can be mitigated or is the structural integrity of my truck permanently compromised? Oh. Most likely, it, it. I would have to look at the place. Um, I think it did say it was more like the end of the the tailgate. Yeah, wherever yeah, you the, would the, uh, tack a muffler and a frame. Uh, yeah, so yeah, more at the end. Um, most of the time, that wouldn't compromise. And being that small, you know, they really, you know, in trucks, they really normally, you know, build them up pretty tough. But that, you know, I would definitely get that looked at just to make sure. But normally that'd be okay. But anytime they go and they burn inside the metal. That is concerning, so I would go buy some uh, muffler shop or somebody just to get a second look or a second opinion on that. Well, or would you go somewhere new, or would you go back to the guy that did it to let him rectify it, or uh, if he messed it up in the first place? I would take it back to them after I got a second opinion by somebody else, because Ooh. of course he's going to probably tell you what you know what he doesn't want to do. <laughs> and so yeah, I would go to somebody else. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. 
We've got Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs and Automotive Group with us today to tell us about custom interiors between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'm going to tell you next. I bet Q is going to be excited to hear this news. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Our regular host is Coach Charlie Melton, retired from Clinton's High School Automotive Technology Program. He is our regular host. I'm Liz Gill. Our guest expert today is Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs and Automotive Group. Q, did you get started in high school? Did you take any automotive classes in high school, or did you come to this later in life? Oh, no. I <laughs> It was way before high schools we didn't have automotive um, curriculum in high school uh, but my dad was a shade tree and I was around a lot of shade trees and so my mom you know she was a, a seamstress so, oh my yeah. gosh two <laughs> two two great things that go great together oh, yeah. yeah so I started at like 14 years old working on vehicles so yeah it was way before high school oh I love <laughs> that story that is so great um I hope that you have downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. You can listen to the shows live. You can listen to the podcasts. But, hey, you can click the support button at the top to make a contribution. And we really appreciate your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We appreciate Q volunteering to come in and answer your questions today. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Okay, here's this news. I don't know if Q's heard this yet. I may be giving him the, the big news. Five classic pony cars are headed to your mailbox on the new U.S. Postal Service stamps. You can own tiny images of a Ford Mustang, Chevy Camaro, AMC Javelin, Dodge Challenger and a Mercury Cougar in August for 60 cents. <laughs> That's nice. What's but what it? year? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you'll have to you have to buy the stamps and and find out. Now I've heard of everybody but a Javelin AMC. I always thought of like I guess like the Pacer or something. What's a Javelin? You, I'm not too familiar with the Javelin I'm not, as well. We'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to get the stamps yes, and, we'll uh, and see that. what that is. <laughs> We're talking about inter custom interiors with our friend uh, Q Moore from OnQ Customs, but he also works at Automotive Group, which is a mechanics uh, mechanic shop where they uh, repair lots of cars. You can send your email questions to our address, auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Jackson and talk with LaToya. And, of course, I will not make the joke, but I absolutely love your name and your hometown. Uh, LaToya, what's your comment or question for Q? 
Hey, how y'all doing today? My name is Latoya. How you doing, I'm I'm calling in reference to my 2016 Nissan Versa. Mm -hmm. uh, I could just be riding down the road and my uh, car would switch into overdrive. And I would have to put it to neutral while I'm driving and switch it back into drive to get it out of overdrive. It does it randomly. Sometimes it does often back to back. And some days it doesn't do it at all. Ah, okay. Now, yeah, that's a that's a transmission scenario. Um, I wouldn't. It's a few things that could do that. It now, hopefully, it wouldn't be the the computer to the transmission telling it to do that, or your uh, the button that you mash as well could have a short in it, which you know that is a rarity. I doubt that would be it. It could most likely be in the transmission. They have modules in them, and sometimes that can go bad. The overdrive scenario with it. Um, do you drive it over? You always keep it on overdrive, or no? I never. Never keep oh. it. Never put it in overdrive. No, sir. Uh, so it just switches into overdrive. While wow. while you're driving, and now the overdrive, you know, this is for like highway. Why? So you know, are you on a highway when it switches into overdrive, or are you just in the city? In the city, um, it doesn't normally do it when I'm at a fast break. Normally do it does it when I'm like like around the corner and going at a really slow rate. Oh yeah, so yeah, when you're going slow, it definitely shouldn't go into overdrive. Um, so yeah, it could be that sounds like it's most likely going to be a, a mechanical issue with the transmission, the overdrive with the transmission. The computer is some reason telling it to go into overdrive. I would try a transmission shop um, because they would be specialists in that. They could tell you more about why do they have to go inside the transmission or is it just something they can reset gotcha okay appreciate that oh, no problem good luck latoya and i think a lot of them you know they have they warranty their work or you want to make sure that they, oh, yes. <laughs> they oh, <yes>. warranty their work <laughs> oh yeah definitely let's go to mobile we love our alabama listeners let's talk to angie angie what's your comment or question for q from on q custom and automotive group well, thank you guys for having me. Um, a couple months ago, I tried to open up my car door, and I, I don't know what happened, but it's a push-button car door. It's like a handle, and it's like the top layer of it kind of separated from the bottom black part. So whenever you try to open the door, you have to push the outer coating over the door to be able to push the button. So it's like, it's not broke, but it's like disconnected. And I was wondering, is there a way I could pop off my door handle and maybe glue the overlay or nice part back over the door so I can just open it one time without having to kind of push the covering on it to open it? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to visualize it a, a bit, but you know, I, by what you're telling me, it sounds like it, it's just the if it's just the material part itself, which which, which should be kind of uh, flimsy enough to move around, and you should be able to glue that back if it can. But if it's the frame of the door panel, like the plastic, it might be a little bit more sinister, and you might have to remove the door panel to fix that. 
it's not the door panel. I don't know. You, it's just like the latch that you open the door with. The part that looks nice as the the chrome part mm -hmm. is like loose and like underneath I guess is like a black part that actually does the work. Oh, okay, so it's mechanical. Connected to. I, I got the you. The door works, but it's just like the fancy part kind of over it. But you, I have to push it back in place to push the button to open the door on the latch to get in. I got but you. But it's not quote unquote broke, but it's not fixed. I got no if if. <laughs> I got this correct it sounds like it's the mechanism inside a lot of times they come loose and it could be a pin it depends on how it's made you know they make them a lot of different ways oh. mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just a pin in the back that holds it a plastic piece and that plastic piece could be broken or just a pin has fallen out on the inside of it that holds it you know together so it'll come out a little bit when you pull it and you have to put yes. your hand in there to hold it kind of and pull it again and it'll open up Yes. Yeah. Sounds like the pin might have came out, or it could be broken. It, yeah, I have to take a look at that, or go to a mechanic shop just to take a look at it. Any mechanic shop should be able to uh, decipher what's going on with that. Well, and I would think maybe if you don't have to take the door panel out, the labor wouldn't be so much. Right. The labor wouldn't be so much if you did not have to take the door panel off completely. Yeah. Oh, uh, Angie, okay. I, I hope uh, you can get some uh, good help with that. Oh, so Jay White, uh, he had a problem where his door window slid off. My electric window stopped working, and so I thought it was just going to be the fuse or something, but it was too hot outside for me to t <laughs> test the fuse. But uh, they uh, took the the door you know i took it somewhere they took the door panel off and it had just gotten off track but here's where you know taking the door panel off and putting it off track that's 140 dollars. oh yeah but you know that was not a thing in the world that i could do i i needed the expertise of, yeah. of somebody else did you did you ever get your uh, windows rolled up uh, me and a friend uh doodled around with it a little bit and then um it didn't work when we were fixing it and then uh, the next day when i got in my car i looked over and it was rolled up and i was like what oh i fixed it and it started working again for about two weeks. And then my daughter was doing the up, down, up, down, up, down thing. And I, I did the parents, stop doing that. You're going to break it. And it, it broke. And guess where it broke? It broke down. So usual. it's broke down all right. So, yeah. Of course it, of course it stopped in a down position. Well, why that, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's that's when you need to uh, uh, pay a a reputable mechanic because right. it may take them ten seconds. Well, I was a hero to my wife for a good minute. Yeah, you know, well <laughs> until they, it stopped working again, and I had to be. She's gonna you're fixing again, right? I was like, well, I don't know exactly what we actually did to fix it the first time. So when I figure that out, yes, I'll fix it again, I you promise. Know, that's the thing about the mechanic. It might take him 15, 20 minutes to fix it, but he's had this much education, mm -hmm. these many years, these many decades to know oh, yeah. how Experience. to fix it. Well, plus cars see mechanics as leverage to work right, you know. That's that's like a 
that's a labor disagreement almost right there. They see a mechanic, all of a sudden things start working again, right? You take, yeah. it, in, you take it into the <laughs> shop, you're like, oh, man, it's making this sound and that sound. And it sounds like a, a, an orchestra of racket. And you take it there and then just nice as can be. The car is scared. They'll do something Absolutely. To it. <laughs> I hear you, owner. We'll get straight. <laughs> Let's go to one more call before our break. Let's go to Jackson and talk with Evelyn, who is not the name of uh, one of Michael Jackson's sisters. Evelyn, what's your comment or question for our friend Q Moore from On Q Customs and Automotive Group? Has to do with the anchor and child safety thing. Oh yeah, yeah. T- tell us uh, what you what have you got to say? So the anchor is a piece of metal towards the back uh, behind the back seat, and there is a special belt that connects the car seat to that anchor and it helps keep the car seat firmly in its position okay it does not, there's it does not mean that you don't have to use the seat belt oh okay that's in addition to, to. Uh, yeah so it, it it's an extra feature that holds the car seat firmly in so, it, so the car seat doesn't move left to right, up and down, and all that sort of stuff. You don't have to use the anchor, particularly if you take your car seat, the child seat, and move it from car to car to car to car a lot. But we found it when, you know, our youngest is now 17, So, but we found it easier to have a car seat in our car, in one of our cars, and a car seat in my parents' car, and they were anchored in, so we knew that they were solidly in place, and then, uh, yeah, you still have to, you know, buckle the child in and everything, so it's just an additional safety feature. Hmm. That is good to know for uh, those who have had the kids out or if they're grandparent wannabes. Evelyn, I appreciate you calling in to tell us that. Thank you. Sure, no problem. Have a great week. Bye bye. Q, we've had so many calls and questions. I'm not getting my questions answered. I've got still like a list. We'll have to continue this, but we are discussing interiors and taking your repair questions with our guest expert today, Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs and Automotive Group. You can send us your emails to our address, auto at mpbonline.org. We have got a new car review coming up from Casey Williams, another friend of the show. Q, usually he sends us these BMWs and these Mercedes, and they're like $70,000, dollars $110,000 cars, but this one is affordable. So if you could find it, if you can find it, this one's affordable. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. If you're looking for a practical, fun, and economical car, it'd be hard to beat the one we have this week. It's the 2022 Nissan Sentra SR. 
The SR is a sporty version of Nissan's compact sedan, and it really does look the part. It's got this great big black grille, LED headlamps, chiseled fenders, and 18-inch black alloy wheels. I would definitely get with the metallic white paint in the black roof. Looks very cool. Moving inside, got these deep wraparound seats that are heated, a heated leather-wrapped steering wheel, dual-zone automatic climate control, Bose audio, and of course, you got Apple CarPlay and Android Auto connectivity. All looks really good, all works really well. Under the nose is a two-liter four-cylinder engine, delivers 149 horsepower, and gets 28 miles per gallon in the city, 37 on the highway. So pretty good fuel economy, too. But the thing you might like the best is the price. So the sensor starts just under $20,000. This one has equipped $27,615. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing the doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show from our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I'm Liz Gill, and our usual host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. And this is where we would usually do Coach's Tip of the Week, but he's not here. But you know what? I have one. I have a bonus one, so we'll go ahead and put that one out. But our guest today is our expert Quentin Moore from OnQ Customs and also Automotive Group. We're so glad that he's been able to be with us today. Uh, let's go to Louisiana and talk with Willard. Willard, we're glad you called in for Q today. What's your comment or question for him? Yeah, I got a 2011 Chevrolet Silverado. Mm -hmm. I had a letter sent to me for a recall to do the airbag on the passenger side. Yes. The light wasn't on at all, everything. But uh, what happened, once they fixed it, he said he, they fixed the airbag when I took it to the dealership. They gave it back to me. Then the light is on, it's still on. And they told, I took, I called them and asked them why the light's still on. It went on before they did to fix the airbag. Then he told me that he's going to have to, he got to put it on the machine. It's going to cost me 150 bucks to put it on the machine. Plus, if they find out there's some part, something been wrong with switch or something going to the airbag, I have to pay for it. No, that should not be. That should not be at all. Whatever happened, it, it's on them. They definitely, you know, most likely 99% it was their fault. They probably broke the, like they said, the connector, the thing, same thing they're trying to tell you, you need to pay for. Nine times out of right. ten, they broke that or one of the connections in between when they were trying to, when they replaced it with the new airbag. Unless the new airbag has a fault, you know, it's faulty. But they should have ne never let it go out like that. But they did, though. But I thought I, I, the paper I had, they kept it. I didn't get a chance to get the number off of it. I was going to call the recall people and talk to them about it, see what they going to do about it. And I probably can get them to deal with the dealership on it, because right now, still, that, light, that light, the light's still on, so keep on saying, still the airbag. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, that was definitely um, their problem. It's, um, I know before you could call the, have you tried to call the dealer, to talk to the, the manager at the dealership themselves? 
No, I didn't. I just talked to the guy at the, at the uh, service department. The service the service writer. Go over his right. head. Yeah, go over his head. Yeah. Okay. And that that should get you should get some type of. Um, some type of deal with that it should get it you know tell you what's going on and help you out with that because they know that that was clearly something that they did they can't just say you know oh wait it's not working now well you're gonna have to pay us again to fix what we met what we possibly messed up okay yeah willard i I don't know much about cars (laughs) but i do know if you have a recall it is on them to fix it and if they break something fixing it it's on them (laughs) it is thanks willard we appreciate you calling in okay we've run out of time and i have not gotten my (laughs) questions answered so i got a new a new car Mm. and it has leather interior now I kind of like it because it would seem like it'd be easier to kind of wipe off Mm -hmm. stuff than just getting the cloth. But uh, how do I clean it if I do spill something, and what can I use to keep it looking factory fresh? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what I like to use is a it's Meguiar's leather conditioner and cleaner. You have to condition it because if you don't, and I mean as much as possible, especially when it's very cold or when it's very hot because it'll end up cracking and getting hard, you know, or it'll, you know, start drawing up, you know, because true leather, you got to remember, it is, you know, it's animal hot. So it will, it, it takes, a, it needs a lot of uh, conditioning to keep it in order. But they have a conditioner and cleaner that McGuire sells. I really, I really like that one. And sometimes I do use um, coconut oil. I like to use coconut oil as well as a um, because you're trendy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now so this is your opinion. What is your opinion of Armor All? My, I really, you know, unless they've done something different in the last few years, I'm really not a fan of Armor All because it's more like a masking scenario. And in my in my opinion and in experience, it has done worse in time to to vehicles than helping it so it's not really a true you know and the wind like i said unless they re you know remanufacture something to do a lot better from the past but before it was just more like a cover-up in a sense so i've yeah, never been really a fan of armor all because it could do worse from my experience we've talked we have one minute left we've talked before i was so surprised that you can add heated seats aftermarket what are some other aftermarket things folks could add well besides heated seats (laughs) um you know it's it it, it can get expensive but you could do something like massagers you know um you can also they have some like cooling cooling seats you can add those but like i said it is not cheap to do so um some only use like a cooling seat it's just a fan and you have to use a special type of material that it can breathe through and cool you off and some actually run through the ac scenario itself and really get cold and those cost a lot more okay here folks right now on today's show i promise when i win the one billion dollar mega millions lotto jackpot later this week i will have q um, fix up my vehicle and also my private jet that i'll be getting after i win 
a billion dollars. Oh yeah, as long as I can take a ride. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go do lunch. We'll go do <laughs> right lunch on. and something. Q, you're just the best. We are so thrilled that you were able to join us today. Quentin Moore from On Q Customs. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, and that's going to wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Thank you, intern Charles Arnold, and thank you, Jay White. I'm Liz Gill. Coach Charlie should be back next week. He went fishing, I think. Uh, thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. <laughs> right on. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.